Execute episode 66. The name's Rex. But you'll call me Captain or Sir. War does not come with a guarantee. No soldier gets the promise of safety. My designation is Trooper 27-5555, sir. We call him Fives. I'm Heavy. This is Echo. I'm Commander Cody, your new boss. Sir, yes, sir! Looks like we got ourselves a batch of shinies, Commander. Look around. We're one and the same. Same heart, same blood. Your training is in your blood. And my blood's boiling for a fight. I'm so sorry. This can't be good. We need to come back. We can draw them out. We can see them. We can see them. We can hit them. All right, boys. Welcome back to another episode of fandom rant radio welcome back boys say hi Woo! howdy hey we're doing hey a there. Zoom call with clint devin me ryan and returning guest michael wait Woo! our real names echo fives oh yeah clint is fives rex <laughs> and michael Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Michael's no. Jesse. All right, no. guys. We have a great heavy. episode planned heavy. for you. Heavy. Guys, Two okay. episodes. I don't care. All right. One well, of the either, way, my, either way, Michael, you're, both, you're dead. Either way. All right. So we have an awesome episode planned where originally we were going to discuss kind of a farewell season seven episode, but we're really, we really want to dive into the Siege of Mandalore slash Order 66 arc. And then by the end, we can talk about the whole season as a whole. And then kind of break down our final um, thoughts on it and possibly try and rank our top five favorite story arcs in the Clone Wars. That'll be try. really hard. We're going to try. try. It's going to be close Keyword to impossible. Try. Talk about our favorite Clone Wars characters, original characters, and then really what's next for Star Wars. Without further ado, Michael, welcome back. Red Plays. Yeah. He just uh, had a really cool video for May the 4th. Go watch that. Um, very, very, after, very entertaining. Honestly, just go watch that while you're listening to this episode. <laughs> Unlimited entertainment. Have, have me screaming <laughs> about an AAT. I, I was screaming at the top of my lungs, and I'm glad I was the only one in my house because my too. parents would have started yelling at me. Well, yes, obviously. 2 a.m. And then we will have a release date for merch by our next episode. Woo! So one week from today, guys, we will, everything is ready. We're working on the website now, the store, and we will be ready to launch it in the next few weeks, guys. This is exciting. But Red Plays is still going to have, have sold more merch for long. Okay, for, you know at what? At least a little Michael? while. At least a little while. We really are at, at the bottom, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> we are. But hey, I found this really nice t-shirt supplier, and it's like the H&M fit, so it's going to be really Matt's nice. Matt's sport podcast is going to like sell like 50 <laughs> hats by the time we get anything out. I know. Uh, hey, uh, th oh. this is actually going to happen, though, guys. I promise. <laughs> Pinky promise this time. You said that when you started this, when you were freaking, what's it called? Uh, Kessel Junkies or something like that. Yeah, it was Kessel was Run it. Junkies. Kessel Run Junkies. Yes. That was Run Junkies. Oh, I haven't God. heard that name in a long time. 
before the dark times. Before oh, the Empire. Fire. Anyways, boys. So, really, we are here just to talk about what the frick just happened in that last episode. In this last, like, entire arc of Clone Wars. And I, I dude, I remember it was literally almost two years ago when they announced Clone Wars was coming back. That was nuts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And oh, I mean, Bannerman thing you posted. Perfect. Today. Oh, that made me cry. Dude, I cried making wow. it. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Great. This if you guys don't know what we're talking about, go check out our Instagram. Um, go check out our May the Fourth Be With You post. Yeah, basically, we this this season was full of, you know, Bad Batch, the Ahsoka walkabout, and then Siege of Mandalore. Um, a total of 12 episodes. Um, and really we're just we just want to break down this final arc, um, our initial reactions, um, and just dive deep into what would have happened if we saw Jesse's death on screen. Only if. Mute him. Only if. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, first, I want to open it up to first comments. I want, to, I want us all to just kind of say something without any spoilers. So just kind of first thing we were thinking right after this ended, just kind of like, thoughts after it all happened didn't live up to the trace for parter disappointed i didn't get to see jesse die i just can't believe it's over like if you think about it i didn't start watching clone wars until i until it went on netflix and then i watched it like three to four times yeah but now watching this i think the way they ended it fulfilled what wasn't in the lost episodes I remember mm. seeing the Clone Wars movie in theaters. Theaters. Well, that was nuts. I remember when, uh, after seeing the Clone Wars movie, and then when they announced that it's going to go straight to Cartoon Network, and I remember turning it on that Friday night, like around 7 to 8, mm. watching the Yoda pilot episode. Oh, gosh. Okay. Network. Dude, I remember, we, I remember watching it in theaters, and then I had no idea they were doing a TV show because I didn't have Cartoon Network or anything. And then I just remember being at Chuck E. Cheese one time, and I yeah. saw like the Layer of Grievous episode playing, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then began my Clone Wars journey. We can talk about this later, but I really do think that this yeah, is like top tier TV show finales for me, dude. Oh you no, know? easily. Like I, I've never seen a TV show get me this emotional in the end. Yeah, and I think part of it is how stretched out it was. I'm going to say this right off the bat. Let's hear it. I am just as attached to Clone Wars as I am with the MCU. Mm. Actually, probably a little bit more. I, it's around the same time period. Oh, oh, dude. Clone Wars Actually, is literally... More. Yeah, definitely more because I was a kid when Clone Wars came out. Clone Wars is our childhood. It's been this... It's been 12 years. Um, and literally, what I, what I uh, posted on Instagram was that this is literally an incredible conclusion to an unforgettable childhood. Yeah. And like, dude, I just got so emotional that last episode. Like, yeah, it's, it, like it's, it's finally over. And I really do think, yes, there could have been so much more, but I'm, I'm still like so glad that they finally like, we're able to bring it back. Dave Filoni gave us yeah. what he wanted. It's, yeah. it's crazy yeah. that it even like came back. Cause it like, I mean, oh my gosh, it was already ended before. I mean, six years ago, it was done six, seven years ago, 2013, yeah, 20, 2013, 2014. Yeah. And then the last yeah. episodes, I mean, and that was like 2015, I believe. And those, came well, out. and 
it, this has ended like already. This would be the third time it's ended. So, mm-hmm. and and granted, to me, I watched it on Netflix when it came out, and so that was so to me. The lost episodes were always a part of that, and I. I, me being the naive child I was, I looked up whether or not there were going to be more episodes of Clone Wars. And mm. when there wasn't that, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Cause I had watched yeah. like that. I was, I was in my second walk watch through and I was like, I wonder if they're bringing this back and then looked that up and, and it was yeah. sad. And then rebels happened and I enjoyed that when I was younger. <laughs> and now I look back and question mm-hmm. whether or not I was sane. Hey, hey, yeah. no, uh, if, I, hey if I, I liked Phantom Menace when I was a kid, so yeah no you grow up then you realize like oh yeah it's it's interesting like clone wars is probably it's it's up there with like some of the animated shows i've seen where it's like you watch as a kid you love it and you watch it when you're older and you still love it because you reminisce about it um and and the story yeah finish and (laughs) verb because the storytelling is just off the charts I mean, one like one example would be like a uh, Batman animated series or this league animated series, yeah. Um, or even Avatar. Oh. I haven't seen Avatar. I have Dude, to watch that. Loney too with that. I think even like Clone Wars topped those because it kept with a consistent story. I mean, I love Batman animated series, but the reason why Clone Wars takes the W for me is because it's a whole story arc. Mm-hmm. As it, Batman animated series is just like certain little mini stories and it's like very like thrown everywhere mm-hmm. i would say yeah but anyways guys this like this final episode I, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about before we go into spoilers um because we definitely will be talking about some spoilers yeah, we got a lot to get into um so yeah let's dolphin let's, dive you want to go into it go into let's it. Do it let's go straight into it so spoiler alert guys be careful you have been warned Basically, if you guys want to listen to kind of the Siege of Mandalore um, breakdown, me and Michael actually did an episode about that before this one, episode uh, 65. We're really breaking down the Siege of Mandalore, everything that was awesome about that. But for this, we're really going to focus on, you know, Order 66 side of this. Yeah. Which, Okay, not going to lie. I never thought they were going to show Order 66 or any side of that in really? Clone Wars. You know, I mean, a while ago, I remember when I said on an episode when we were talking theories when, like, the first trailer, like, dropped. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was going to end right when Obi-Wan and Anakin were going to get into their starship. Right, yeah. yeah. I, had, yeah. I would never oh, dream that this they would actually show it. I so, had no idea. I had no idea this was going to overlap with Revenge of the Sith. And they literally yeah. overlapped all the way until the end of the movie. And, like, obviously, I think Filoni had that planned from the beginning. Yeah. But that was just um, so satisfying to watch play out. But in, like, 2016, 2015, there was an Ahsoka panel with the act, the voice actress who plays Ahsoka and then Dave Filoni. And they talked about uh, the Ahsoka walkabout and sort of Siege of Mandalore. But they, um, he talked about how he originally, the plan was to end the season when, when, uh, Actually, Anakin and Obi-Wan were setting up an assault on Mandalore, and Ahsoka ended up um, finding out and going, and she and us, and then uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan had to leave to save the Chancellor, so she ended up taking command and led Rex and the 501st into a battle against Maul. Interesting. So do you think that because of 
kind of having to scrap everything and kind of redo this because obviously they brought it back. Do you think they kind of redid a little bit of the storytelling? Because obviously it doesn't really play out that way. Yes. I heard that um, Filoni even had like four or five different alternate endings, but it was the, I mean, a little to jump ahead, but the Vader one is the one he always kept in his mind is how he would have ended the series. Mm. And I mean, just yeah. that like can we just talk about that final scene after the whole 501st fleet goes down which obviously now we know what happens to the other part of the 501st they die Wait, what do you um, think he was hoping to find when he went there dude, literally i'm not gonna lie to you guys that final scene of clone wars where it's ahsoka rex bearing the 501st with that score bearing the dead the song and then it transitions to vader same scene where he's holding her lightsaber Dude, like that is that is my favorite scene in the Clone Wars. Period. Like you know, it's my favorite. It's almost like it's like showing just how alone Vader truly is now. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that I was, was last shot at hope for him uh, turning back. I mean, besides obviously, you know, uh, his own you know, son. Yeah. Um, but like, dude, that's why I love Clone Wars so much because it it explains so much more of like you know the turn and downfall of anakin into vader um like it's so much more than just um the fear of loss with padme it's also like you see this connection to his pad one it's like his it's almost like ahsoka was like his kid but also like his best friend Um, you know you know what's like a, a cool thing i thought if you guys know who star wars theory is yeah, I like his uh, – he has a cool take on – remember the scene in Revenge of the Sith when Anakin's, like, tearing up on Mustafar? I, I really like that. And the reason why he's, like, not just upset that he, you know, murdered, like, so many younglings and, you know, all pretty much, like, 60% of the Jedi, but the fact that he is so far from the Jedi he wanted to be as a kid and that, like mm. – there's no going back. He can't undo what he already yeah. did. So yeah. instead of trying to go backwards, he, he thinks the only path is forwards through the dark side. Yeah. yeah watching this scene again after this four part, just, you just see again, like, yeah, he's regretting everything in that movie, but also he let down his pad one again. And it's also that regret. Yeah. And, and I think to him, that was his last hope. Because he even said when when Ahsoka came, he was like, "Now, now this is why she had to leave the order was so she could find Maul." And I think that was he still yeah. that was he that was the one person that he still held out hope for that he still felt mm-hmm. like yeah was is light. And then yeah, that's why I'm kind of glad she didn't go the route to Coruscant because I think it fits a lot more within the story. It makes a lot more sense because if she went back, I mean, how would she possibly escape that? And yeah. if she saw yeah. Anakin to the dark side that, you know, it's funny. I think if actually they did have an encounter, he would have easily turned back to the light side. Mm. So I'm glad that they stayed as far away from each other yeah. as possible. It, like, it's tragic because if she got to him, yeah, like he definitely would have turned back um, or something close to that, uh, which is why I think like any, like the prequels to the originals, it's just a tragedy. Um, and like, that's like the most interesting storytelling ever. Like I don't usually, I'm not really interested in tragedies, but I mean like the overarching theme of it is just 
it's a tragedy. It's like yeah. so it's so tragic because you you end up loving these characters and then to see and to know the ultimate end goal of all this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only hope that you have is that like, you know, 20 years after this, everything will eventually get better. But something my friend said threw me for a loop was that he he basically said, imagine if Star Wars was was snapped back to back to where it was just it was like there was no Star Wars, but all it was was Clone Wars. And you had no clue any of these characters and oh, all the characters was from whoa. Clone Wars. What if you watched it through that lens, how would you see Star Wars compared to with all of the movies? Interesting. That'd be interesting. That would be because good. you have no clue what's gonna happen to Anakin. You have no clue what's gonna happen to Obi-Wan. You have no clue that what's gonna happen to all these different characters. And when he said that to me, that made me feel like if I watch Clone Wars again, like there is there's one thing that I that we'll never be able to do that I would love to do is to go back to Star Wars and rewatch it never like with no memory of watching it prior. Erase your memory. I'm I know, more I know that it. might be a thing. I know a guy. I don't know what would be more heartbreaking just if you didn't know what happens to Anakin or the fact that you do know what's going to happen and there's nothing you do to stop it. I don't know what's more heartbreaking. Yeah, that I is true. Honestly, to where he's going to In my personal opinion, it's Yeah. I think it's knowing, knowing where he's going to yeah. go and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. Because it's just like, how could this guy, especially like the Clone Wars version of Anakin, which I think yeah. was better portrayed, it's like impossible. You can't even fathom him. Like, I mean, like when the last time he had his last in- interaction with Ahsoka, is, oh. I mean, like, mm-hmm. how could how could this guy in like a few days' time murder our younglings, you know? It's... <laughs> But I mean, they show it so well. Like the Jedi yeah. just treat them like trash. Oh, and let's mention also how Windu once again is an ass to Ahsoka. Citizen, I'm Dude, sorry, citizen. You know how many times Windu has screwed over the galaxy because he just wants to be a dick? There are two Jedi's that have screwed over the galaxy: Obi Wan and Mace Windu. <laughs> you want to know why? Obi Wan should have killed him because Dooku explained everything mm-hmm. to obi-wan and he did nothing nothing at all he's like Wait, no what? you lie when uh dooku said what if i told you that the galactic center oh under uh, control of a Sith Lord. jedi couldn't even fathom i mean it does make sense in a way because what? how possibly uh, there hasn't been sith for like so long and why would he just drop the means but you know, he should have paid attention because that wasn't like the first time someone said, hey, there's a guy pulling the strings. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that just goes to show how blind they were by their own pride. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hubris. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Which makes this like even more their fault. Sadly, is um, I rewatched the Yoda Force four-parter uh-huh. uh, like, like if, probably a week ago. And, like, they literally, I mean, they find out that Dooku was in cahoots and was the one who ordered the clones. Right. And they still, I think they were so, not just because they knew about that and they figured, oh, there's so many clones that they can't handle that. But the fact that they just chose, like, eh, it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's fine. Yeah, I think part of the reason that nothing happened was because... Everything, everything past that had been written in stone, so there was nothing he could, yeah. they could quote unquote do. Because- and they assumed that, like, since they they are they're already at the top of the food chain, how could they possibly be wiped out? 
I mean, they didn't even question if these clones were like one day going to kill them. Yeah. How ironic. Dude, also, one thing I want to mention is how insane it is. How in just in the same show, you take CGI soldiers and you turn them into non-expendable clones. Really awesome characters that you relate with, that you love. Yeah. And then in the matter of a few episodes, you they're just like clones. They're just stormtroopers. I want to kiss Filoni on the lips. It's oh, just yeah. amazing how Thank they did you. it. But anyways... There was one death that was actually not shown on screen with the 501st. And Clint wants to talk about this, guys. And it is Jesse. No, stop. <laughs> Why are you letting him do this? All right, Clint. Clint, you have 30 seconds. First of all, Jesse's dumbass got caught by Maul. One, he's oh, stupid. No, no. <laughs> Two, he betrayed Rex. Man, if you got caught by Maul, what do you do? Uh, not get caught by Maul. If I was an earth trooper, when I get caught by Maul, I just no, no, you wouldn't get caught. You just get killed. Second, why, why didn't we get a live Jesse death where he's like, you know, flying out the flying out the ship and then hit, gets hit by debris several times? <laughs> Clint is at this whole Wait, gag what all is wrong day. With you, Clint? He just wants to kill Jesse because I, I kept saying like during the episode when we were watching it, like, oh man, please, Jesse, just make it out of this. Like constantly, so he just kept, like <laughs> shitting on Jesse <laughs> for no I just, reason. I, I just decided at like uh, at just today. I just decided today is just like you know what, screw Jesse. <laughs> no, and also order. I mean, he what like in an instant they turn him in like from a rape character into like a total asshole. Well, I mean, and also like, I mean the chip. Jesse, yeah. Jesse is yeah. the only. Like one of the only 501st characters that had, like, that was named, that was a main character that didn't sacrifice themselves for, for the great, for, for the army of the public. You had Harper Case, true. sacrificed himself. You had Fives, who sacrificed himself on intentional Kicks. Did figuring Kicks out. die? Kicks isn't dead. There is something I want to mention. So, in the hallway scene with Maul, Maul there, scene. there oh is, yeah, the Maul, Maul way scene. I like that. Yeah. There's a clone. They say, there's this line. One of the clones says, um ridge is down maul's advancing towards the main hangar yeah and in the very first clone wars movie on christophsis they mention a clone named ridge yeah in the 501st so it's really cool how they connected that that's nuts that guy's been there that entire time right (laughs) and we never heard about him he survived so long well that's the one just dies well that's the one who got decapitated by maul oh that was oh yeah sucks yeah, but that anyways, was that guys. was like Darth Maul's equivalent of Vader's hallway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. They did the same move. without lightsabers, Matt, without sabers. Oh yeah. Matt Butler would say oh. that the Maul one was better. Oh my god. Of course he would. Of course he would. Dude, have you seen the the uh, go- the French Google Translate version of the um, Vader scene? No. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. Show it me. Is- the more I keep thinking about, like, if we had, like, a spinoff series to cover that time with Ahsoka and Rex, uh, part of the plot could be them, like, capturing clones and recovering them. Dude. I mean, imagine that if Cody cool. had a comeback. Bro. It's not impossible. Bro. And it dies. Well, impossible. I know we don't, don't know. Okay, here's the thing. What I really want to talk about is Rex. So in the second to last episode, I'm game. he actually turned on Ahsoka. Which and I, was not expected. 
And like we had no idea was he gonna get his chip out. We didn't know it was gonna happen. If you think about it, I think that was kind of a necessary scene. I I, oh. I like that. I mean, I I just liked how he was like resisting it, but like it showed how much that chip is. Uh, like he was only able to hold on for a good thirty seconds just yeah. enough to tell Ahsoka about find five, him find fives. Find yeah. fives. It just it just helps you understand like even like the most relatable character in Clone Wars, the most beloved, just turns like that in an instant. Yeah. Because they are the yeah. most loyal. Yeah. Good soldiers follow I mean, orders. the chip had to be effective. Otherwise, every single clone would be saying, hell no. Hell exactly. no. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it has to be that effective. And right. also a thing, he is, as far as I know, the only clone that is called Sidious by Darth Sidious. And the regular execute order sixty sixteen, they it's just Lord. Say, yes, my lord. A theory that I heard is that since Rex actually figured out who Darth Sidious was, I mean, not that it was the Chancellor, but that oh. he was close with Ahsoka as she found out who Darth Sidious was. If that kind of showed how close they were to figuring out who it was, yeah, that could Sidious be. Is, like pauses for a second after that. Yeah, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so. That could be. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just because the chip probably yeah. wired to say that, but yeah. I don't know. Because the chip, if you guys, obviously you guys have seen the fives four-parter, which basically they explained that it was created. It's a biological chip created by Sidious and Tyrannus. So, I mean, it has some sort of like Sith uh, origin. I mean, that was it's just Lord emotional Sidious. to watch. It's this Rex holding back, and he's crying. Oh, dude! I don't want to. I didn't want to watch anti Rex. It was so oh, sad. Negative Rex. Negative Rex. Also, dude, it was Lord Sidious. He puts back on his helmet and just walks. That scene. Oh, I loved it. How do you, how I, you think the the Camoans felt after they figured out what Order sixty six was really about? I don't think they cared as long as they got the paycheck. As long as they got only the money. They cared more about their experiment being accurate than anything else. Yeah. They didn't care who who gave them the order. If whatever they were told to do, they would do it. And if it succeeded, they didn't care what they were doing as long as they were getting paid. Yeah, exactly. And, like, let's talk about the Order 66 scene. Like, that like normal a normal Jedi would die to that much firepower on them. Kayandi Moondi? Yeah. Yeah, That guy, he sucks. Ayla oh, Secura, Master Forehead. Okay, but well, Ayla Secura was shot from the back, and she didn't have any reaction. That is true. And that at is the true. same time, Rex did pause. If he didn't pause, she would be dead. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Ahsoka would have been shot in the face. I think. Yeah, I think Ahsoka just really got lucky. Um, this proves that Rex is one of the best clones of all time. Heck yeah! Well, he is the best clone of all time. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> Hell this yeah. just proves it even further. I think he had a genetic difference because of how he thought, how he functioned. Because he wasn't the follow orders. He would create plans that were out there that were Anakin Skywalker level plans. Like, mm. I'm, like, like he I was the closest he, to Skywalker, though. Yeah, that's that true. Is true. Oh, Padme. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that was the, <laughs> the only other person that knows, and it's freaking Rex. He's <laughs> awesome. Dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad we got like kind of a conclusion with. Uh, Anakin slash Vader and Ahsoka with that last scene, but I mean, uh, it would have been so cool to see kind of like a Rex Vader thing. Um, I mean, which we might still get if they do an Ahsoka Rex like post uh, Jedi Purge 
series or something like that. The only people that knew about Rex's treason died on the ship. So that Rex could have gone straight up back to Coruscant, said everyone on the, on, uh, died in this crash, and I'm the only one that survived. And that's, that could have been that. And that, and he would have, and he would have just been put back in as a commander, and would have just been yeah. fine. Well, like a plan, they could, they should do that with a lot of clones. That'd be, that'd be really cool to see. They capture, oh, they take a, the chip out, and they send uh, them in as moles, like a secret invasion. Ooh. But what would that benefit? How would that benefit them? It, it, this is just more my practical thought process. <laughs> well, how think, would that actually benefit them? So that theory is very funny, Devin. Very that theory. Funny, Devin. <laughs> That there is, it's kind of like Jedi Fallen Order, where they have this plan to kind of bring back the Jedi Order, but then it all just, they don't do it, and nothing happens of it. If Rex actually tried, like, infiltrating the Empire, I mean, he could have, but nothing, it didn't, it wasn't successful. So, I mean, they could still tell that story, but obviously that's just Elseworld. The final scene with Vader, dude. I got that spoiled for me, big time. Oh yeah, me, no, oh, Ryan, I feel you. Me too. Ryan, I didn't. I had no idea. Going into no that, I saw it. Like I, I saw like a picture of it on YouTube. Uh, some YouTuber named uh, Star Wars Coffee. Did he get it before everyone, or was yeah, it just he skipped to the very end? I don't know. Australian. A lot of people were. Yeah, yeah it's like- those Aussies. In case you guys were wondering, we talked about this earlier, but. The bird flying over Vader is actually has a meaning, which um, Michael. I, I don't know if you want to, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, Michael knows because I'm curious. He, he is an expert in all things rebels. <laughs> yeah, I guess rebels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. So basically, <laughs> that bird is is referencing to the Mortis, uh, the whole Mortis four parter, but. It also is the equivalent of Ahsoka's spirit. If Ahsoka is alive, then that bird is alive. And it's always been represented through Dave Filoni. I did not know that. Because in Clone Wars, the, uh, I read an article, the um, Overlord story. You know how Ahsoka cool. dies. She actually dies. And then like the, uh, the good uh, daughter, I think her name's Morai or something. They yeah. basically... Yeah take her spirit and put it in Ahsoka, like the life force or whatever. Um, so technically she is like a part of a, she's a part of Ahsoka. So it makes sense. Like this animal is like the embodiment of that. The, the light side Eagle. Yeah. Light side yeah. Eagle, the bald yeah. Eagle. Yeah. America. But anyways, yeah, I think in rebels, there's a quote from her where she says she's an old friend and I owe her my life. Something like that. Yeah. That, that, so, this, yeah. so do you think this is like only like five years afterwards because He's still wearing his Revenge of the Sith armor. Yeah, you can tell. At least that's what I heard. I think it's only like, I don't think it's, it's like right next very to very recent oh. after. It's very, it's I, very much after the fact. It's yeah, not I, like, dude. I'd say it's like at least two years. Two yeah, three years. I don't, I don't think he would wait that long to find the Venator. Yeah, because that I, was like I, the that was his ship. Yeah. But I mean, also it, possibly it just could it it could have been missing in action and they didn't think about it and then somebody just randomly found it or a viper droid found it and was like true and then they just checked on we, it and they yeah. he was the probably looking for it. Let's talk about seeing the Empire like stormtroopers in Clone oh Wars God. animation. That so was, much better. Yeah, no, rebels, stormtroopers, <laughs> that's and great. Rebels. Yeah, I don't know oh. why, but like when I first saw the back of them, I was like, "Dude, do not mess this up, please, <laughs> please." I mean, yeah, it wasn't like 
I just love uh, Clone Wars animation. It's probably my favorite animation yeah. style. I was actually oh, extremely yeah. surprised with how well designed Vader was. Like, oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. oh yeah, really good. And it's so cool how you can kind of like see through his eyes. So it's kind of like a New Hope version where you can see through his eyes. Um, but also, I like that you can kind of see his emotion a little bit. I have, I have a quick question though. What's do up? you think? Do you think if Ahsoka was still at the ship, she could have saved Vader at that point? Oh, I don't know. Oh, if him like already as Vader. Like if she him, had him met up with him, having done that and everything had happened, and he met her at that point in time, do you think he would? She would have been able to save him if she knew that know. it was Anakin. If she knew uh, that it was Anakin, I I don't know. I don't no. know because I because, still think that if I don't know, uh, that's, no, that's uh, a thing to think about. Because obviously later in the original trilogy, Vader feels like he's too far gone, and I mean, yeah, that's his whole. What, thing. Do you think he felt like he was too far gone? With in that time period, I think that's a good I, question. I don't know because at that point, if a so if he had met with Ahsoka, and Ahsoka felt the Force presence like she did in, in Rebels, but was different because it, he wouldn't have been as far gone in Rebels because in Rebels he is almost completely gone, but in but he's he slowly is transitioning to his darkness when he's hunting the Jedi. So if it's only two to three years after the the Order sixty six, then it's I think it could have been possible for him for her to recover him. Hmm. I, I don't know. I actually, I truly don't know. Because, like, I mean, in Rebels, like you said, I mean, he was ready to, like, kill her. Which I didn't fully love in Rebels. Yeah. I, I think, I think yeah. that's still Ahsoka and Ahsoka and Padme and technically Obi-Wan, in a way, are, like, the only three that could get to him. And then eventually his own and flesh I think and blood. Obi Wan yeah. going with the Jedi Council on the not making Anakin a master kind of kind of messed it up. Don't forget about the uh, Obi Wan four parter that messed him up too. Oh yeah, yeah. So many lies have been told. But anyways, guys, was there anything you guys wanted to mention before we kind of talk about ranking this? Because I think we should really try. So in Shattered, I was uh, quick, quick little thing. What do you think would have happened if Order sixty six had happened on Mandalore and not on a ship? Ooh. Oh, like different location. Like different location with Ahsoka having the Mandalorians on her side. Do you think a war would have broken out over this Order sixty six? That's originally what I thought was going to happen. Oh, you know what's um, you know what's something we haven't mentioned. I figured it was going to be on the ship. We didn't. We didn't mention Maul going ham on the ship. That is true. Oh. On the hyperdrive. Oh my gosh, dude, that was. Oh my it wasn't breaking okay. a sweat. Just, dude, <laughs> that was playtime. Bro, I've heard that that, like, Filoni envisioned that to be like a callback to uh, Star Lord and Force Unleashed. Um, with really? the, the amount of, oh, like, visual power. power. That would make sense. Um, but, like, yeah, dude, Maul in these last few episodes. Oh my God. I love Maul. Oh, oh, I take yeah. everything I said about him before out of the window. Right. Yeah, this was perfect use of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Me yeah. and Devin watched a video on Friday after we watched Shattered, and um, there's a couple, few little callbacks to uh, Vader's rampage scene at, in uh, Rogue One. Yeah. When he's going through the hallway. Yeah. That's what's like, yeah. It's like Maul's version. Mm-hmm. It's the Maul wave yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah. He did Maul. not need a lightsaber. 
No, he did not. Uh, Dude, no. I thought he was going to do, like, the martial arts, but he just, he just, Just he didn't even need to do that. The force. Freaking takes, takes this panel and decapitates two clones. Like, he's not even mom walking it. He's just slow strutting down the aisle. Like he's looking, to, he's picking which cereal cereal he wants. Oh yeah, then that's let's how just, slow he was walking. Oh yeah, I need that calm. Let me just decapitate. You know what? Or, I'll take the frosted flakes. Um, cut off your arm. <laughs> I, mean, I got to go check if there's any pop tarts left. I think a heart wrenching way for Jesse to have gone out would have been him right. pointing a gun at Ahsoka and Rex having the gun pointed at Jesse and having that whole like standoff thing. And and Rex is like, I don't want to do this. And then. Jesse goes into the good soldier to follow orders because he's about to be pulled out, but then the chip takes over, and then Rex has to pull the trigger on him. Right. Mm. That would have been... I mean, I mean, Rex already... He killed before Ahsoka did. Yeah, he did. In terms of the clones. Uh-huh. Right when he got up, he was, he was blasting them. Ready to demolish. Also... I think that was built up with Rex, too. Yeah. I think I think we, even with the, the General Krell and the Umbara arc... Yeah. Oh, yeah. how much like he he knows that this war is not. I mean, technically, they're slaves of the Republic. If you think about it, yeah. they don't they don't like they don't get an option to leave. This war maybe been named after them, but it wasn't their war. Yeah. Oof. So I Oof. think he was the most like ready to leave out of all of them. Yeah, honestly, especially after that episode, the deserter, which is literally yeah. what season two. Season yeah, that's one. season two. That even, episode. Put I think that episode instantly changed Rex because Rex oh, originally man. had been the the good soldiers follow orders I do this I yeah. never desert but then he saw that and was like I could start a family I could do this like he mm. he realized that there was more opportunity than just the the Grand Army of the Republic yeah I think even uh you know the one where it was the the traitor it was slick slick oh my gosh yeah oh yeah and even he had such a great point. Saying yep. that they were basically slaves of the Republic, and whether they like it or not, they can't leave. Yeah. And the Jedi actually not seeing. I went back to it. Obi Wan and Anakin don't say anything because they they know he's right. But anyways, guys. So when Maul is escaping in this last episode, and Ahsoka's like holding his ship with the Force, and also like holding on to Rex, like it reminded me. Don't. <laughs> it's don't sad that this. It. Don't say it. Because it did of me, but we don't have to mention it. And I'd rather, like, have it never be mentioned in a Star Wars oh. episode again. You know, I'm not, not going to talk about what you're thinking about, Devin. I was oh. going to mention Starkiller pulling down That's what I was thinking. Star. Thank you, Ryan. From Force Unleashed. But also, I was going to... Like, what's, what's, what's better? Uh, we were, we're not going to talk about Rey because we don't need to. What's better? Oh my gosh. Uh, Ahsoka holding Maul's shuttle or Cap holding Bucky's helicopter? Well, Cap holding Bucky's helicopter is just to show off his biceps. Agreed. <laughs> Ahsoka is, is an actual emotional impact scene. Agreed. So definitely Cap's biceps. Yeah, Cap's biceps. <laughs> yeah, 10 out of 10. Are we ready to try and rank? Oh, dear. This is story oh, arcs. All the Clone Wars arcs. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I've thought about this for a little bit, so I think I'm ready for this. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm ready, too. I believe... I'm ready for the trials. And we have four educated opinions. I think we could do this. So honestly, boys. Educated, we, I, really? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to list pretty much all of our favorite story arcs. So we have like the Holocron heist from season two, um, the second Geonosis attack, 
um, Voyage of Temptation, which is all season two. And then season three, we had Overlords, Citadel. Uh, uh, season four, we had Umbara and then the Kenobi Deception. Season five was obviously the droids. And then Rise and Fall of Maul and Mandalore. And then the Rise and Fall of Ahsoka. And then fives, Conspiracy, Yoda Quest in season six. And then season seven, Bad Batch and Mandalore. And obviously Trace. But oh, those are just kind of like top, top tier story yeah. arcs in Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, but like, honestly, I think it'd just be easy if we talk like what each of our favorite arc is at this point in time because we've seen all of it now. Because it's easily going to be these last four episodes. Yeah, me too. That's gonna be- it's there's no yeah. comparison. This is like on par with an episode. It's better than all the prequels besides Revenge. I mean, it's on the Dude. same level as Revenge. I would literally say I would rather have these last four episodes of Clone Wars than anything else Star Wars has ever put out since the purchase in 2014. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, it's if I combined so yeah if i knew that this was coming out and it was going to be this type of story and i also knew these sequels were coming out i would not have even blinked twice i did not um, think they were going to be this good dude yeah that was that was goes, shocking to me with compared com, like when we had a rise of skywalker like if, if if you compare this to rise of skywalker this like blows rise of skywalker out of the water it's Oh, my God. Oh, dude, there's literally no, like, you can't even compare it. There's no comparison to this. I mean, like, even if Rise of Skywalker was a good movie, this has had so many years of buildup. And what, it's like, even if you watch all the episodes, it's like 12 plus hours of screen time. So, like, there's just no comparison. Yeah. 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 But made up, yeah. Like, I was getting worried at the, the Trace 4 parter. Oh, oh, dude. Okay. Okay. Oh. But then we, so, we, we saw where all their money and time and effort went to. Agreed. Yeah, but Honestly. I think, I think with that Trace four-parter, them replacing, like, the replacing the, the sisters with the love interest, I think it would have been such an interesting dynamic with the, uh, with the love interest over over the the sisters. Because there would have been that back and forth between Ahsoka and the, and the love interest, and you would have had... Like, imagine... Basically, yeah. the the two sisters combine into one, mm-hmm. except without all of the crappiness that is Trey. I trace. Uh, she wants to hit that. Uh, and, and no, and you think about that, and you think, imagine all of this happening, and it only being one guy that was like hearing all this, and he's like, "What's going on?" Kind of thing. A very good-looking animated Asian. And uh, what what if it was the heartthrob, Lux Bonteri? No. <laughs> Dude, no. imagine that. We call it a four-parter. It's a movie. It's the movie that coincides yeah. with Revenge of the Sith, and it yeah. could. If, if this had been released, well, if this had been released in theaters and not as oh. like this four-episode, I could imagine that this could have performed like way better than Rise of Skywalker. I mean, oh, it would yeah. have performed better than Sky- um, Rise of Skywalker, but it would have had better fan reviews than Rise of oh, Skywalker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it would have had way better reception. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, all these episodes have gone 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I mean, you know what? It's, it makes you think because, I mean, Lucas was like, hey, make those, in the, make those into four episodes. Make them into four episodes for the first four, and that became a movie. Ironic. So I'm like, this would be so awesome if they released this in theaters. Like the I, beginning I, and the end. I signed the petition. Yeah, I did. I don't think it's going to do anything, but I signed that too. Yeah, I don't know. That would be really, really freaking dope if they did it. Because, I mean, they're getting so much love for this. I honestly would not be surprised. I know. I bet Disney's like, 
you're kidding, right? We we spent so much money on Rise and Clone Wars. That's what you wanted. <laughs> you know, it's like, been, like right? Oh, is this what you want? Is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. But anyways, guys, let's continue our quest to rank top five story arcs. So what was okay before? Obviously, this season. What was your guys' favorite arc going into season seven? Darkness on Umbora or the Ahsoka four part at the end of season five? I, yeah. yeah. My favorite I, uh, yeah. still, after, besides Order 66, Umbara yeah, I with think be number two. I think Umbara really added more depth to the clones, and you saw certain clones feel like the ones that have to follow orders all the time, and there's ones that realize that they were being played played yeah. as pawns and it was it was very interesting especially with i forgot his name i don't was it dogma is dogma the dogma, one dogma, yeah dogma dogma had one of the best redemptions at the end of that him being the one that yeah. killed crow yeah. i think that yeah. redeemed him as a character because he was the everybody got pissed at him during the first three like ones like just why is he there like why like he keeps following Krell when Krell is doing dumb things. He's making clones shoot at each other, like all of this stuff. And then you yeah. see that this all this happened, and then you're like, he he redeemed himself. He was able to have that redemption, and I think that yeah. was yeah, yeah, really cool. I I, I love the Umbara four parter mainly because it's yeah. just like it makes it feel so heavy, and like there's a difference between a lot of uh, this one and the other episodes. This one they're shooting like regular people. Right, are yeah. the the Umbarans. It's not, They're not shooting droids, so it's a lot more weight. And to me, it felt like if Apocalypse Apocalypse Now was in Star Wars, it felt like very Vietnam gritty and like French it felt warfare. Like clones could die. They're dying left and right. Guerrilla like, warfare. This is a kids show, and like it, they're dying more than any regular Star Wars movie. Oh my gosh, the amount of deaths in that episode, and then not to mention the very or in the series. Not to mention the very final episode, clones are killing clones, and then like it's just full of so emotion. I know. And then yeah. There's well, the big is it Waxer? Is it Waxer who dies? Yeah, and yeah, Waxer. Waxer. Oh, so Waxer oh, is the one where he cried, dude. That might be the sec- the third most. Em- oh, dude, that that emotional scene that scenes like Waxer, number one. Well, oh. you would, you got attached to Waxer because Waxer saved the girl in um. In the um, uh, Ryloth, yeah, Ryloth, yeah, and that was that was what made me attached to Waxer and Boyle, and then Waxer died that way, and that oh my god, just destroyed me. Uh, like honestly, what's more emotional? That five's death, Ahsoka's leaving, the end of this final episode. Like there, this is so it's uh. so probably okay. the end of this. Yeah, so, I t- it just well. ends on such. I mean, seeing what everything that they've been through. And the whole series, it's it's so bitter and it's so tragic to think about. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. still like very close, but I think Five's death hurts a lot, especially like after everything he just went through in the last four episodes. I mean, he was the main focus, and he finds out everything, and it's just so tragic because you know he was so mm-hmm. close to being able to yeah. save the um, Jedi and saving the galaxy. If you really save think the galaxy, about it. yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no other clone that's had a four-parter based only on him. But anyways, guys, so number three, I think we can all agree that that is easily the fall of Ahsoka. Slash, slash rise of Ahsoka. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I see it more as a rise because I think she was able to become fully who she was leaving the Order. 
Yeah. And I think it's good, good. hypocrisy of the order, too. Yeah. Thank, thanks for repeating what I said in last episode, guys. Oh, yeah, you did. You're welcome. Last episode, You're Mike. welcome. <laughs> I just love it. 100% welcome. He also shifts <laughs> the blame. And he's just like, dude, it's not our fault. It's the force. I know, like Mace Windu oh said, no, this was just the Ames test, okay? <laughs> this was actually your final you test. Good job. This was the fitness grand pacer test is in a row. <laughs> oh, God, the pacer test. Oh, like what it builds up to, the final scene. Okay, what's more emotional? That final scene with Ahsoka and Anakin or the final like scene we get with Ahsoka leaving her saber behind and then Vader finding it. Ahsoka leaving. Vader finding it. Uh, that just yeah, it's almost like yeah. I'd say the second. What he was thinking in that moment, which I think is just so such great storytelling. When you can have a character that doesn't show someone's face and you can still understand the emotion exactly of what they're feeling, like that's spot on storytelling. Mm. Yeah. Thanks to good old Dave. And we will definitely get those vote for Dave Filoni stickers out ASAP as possible. But anyways, guys, so besides we're, – we're still trying to rank these. Besides oh, all of Ahsoka yeah. – We've tried this like 50 times. Five's conspiracy. Five's conspiracy. Five's, five's conspiracy. Either five's conspiracy. Five's conspiracy. Five's conspiracy. I don't know. There's, um, because right, there's – I was going to say the mall. Yeah, because the rise and fall of Maul and Mandalore is also freaking good. It's really good. It's good. But the Fox Conspiracy. My favorite lightsaber fights. And the Citadel. Is, am I the only one who likes that a lot? No, oh, yeah. Citadel's good, but... It, I like Citadel. It was, it was, it was hard to watch because Echo died, and that, that, that hurt a lot. Because that was the end of the episode, and that, like, yeah. was you know, you know what I hate about that four part? They barely recognized that, like, you know, Three. Echo died. And then when like the small Russian Jedi died, they're like, "Oh my God, this is this huge thing," and he's barely been in it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I guess because on character, which kind of shows because like how like kind of the clones are treated. Even sometimes yeah, they feel expendable. They die left and right. I mean, they didn't also, treat it twice. It introduced yeah. Tarkin. It introduced Tarkin. That is true. Uh, Tarkin's such a douchebag in that. He's such a tool bag. Gosh. All right, hear me out. Number four. Rise and Fall of Maul, number five, Five's Conspiracy. Yeah, I think the Fives is better than... I do really like Citadel, but I think Fives... Oh, knowing the because way- Fives should be on top, on our, in our top five because it's like... Yes. That contains... You should be number five. Hey, <laughs> Fives is number five. Oh, that's, that's why. That's why. Mm. But, yeah, man. I In, in my purse, I'm going to... So- I'm going to do, start doing a series called Red Ranks where I rank different things, whether that be Xbox games or I'm going to do a story arc one. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to say that my, uh, my, uh, my, mine is going to look different than your guys's. Don't forget bet- you got good old Palps comes in to spank Maul. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I mean, Gives him a good old spanking. The Rise of I mean, Maul, that one is literally full of two – of our favorite lightsaber duels on our top 10 lightsaber duels episode. It's pretty oh, Chris Maul and that. then Palpatine, Savage, and Maul. Um, what, what do you guys think is better? Palpatine versus Maul and Savage or Ahsoka versus Maul? Oh. Ahsoka versus Maul. Ahsoka versus Maul. I think really? Ahsoka versus Maul might be slightly better. Only because you know, because the mocap work is really good. 
Yeah, I, because they brought back Ray Park. Yeah. Um, and that, that choreography was Lightly. phenomenal. And then and then you had the, the and then you had above the above all of Mandalore, and you had that whole scene where they're on the beams and they're like trying to balance it. That is true. I would I would say personally, I still do think Maul Savage versus Palpatine is just a more. I, I like that fight more. It was so cool because after Maul he kills Satine, you wanted him. Oh my god! Banged hard, but you don't know who yeah. to root for. You never really saw Palpatine. I'm like, <laughs> it was so cool seeing that Palpatine was like, he recognized like, okay, all right, I need to go personally this. care of this guy. Squish but that bug. also shows how powerful Maul is. If uh, Palpatine th- was thought he was that big of a threat and mm-hmm. personally went to go deal with it instead of sending someone. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing. What I love about this uh, final four-parter is it also gave us so much more to the character of Darth Maul. Like, before this arc, we were so annoyed with, oh, my God, he's in Rebels, he's in Solo. But then, like... like, He felt oversaturated. Yeah, he He felt felt unnecessary. But Mm -hmm. in this, like, we me and Michael were talking about this our last episode, how you can turn probably the most one-dimensional villain ever in Phantom Menace into, like bringing him back his motives is just revenge and then completely switch that because he wants to show his previous master that he can you know be better than him um well i think at this point he just wants revenge and he wanted to yeah. take Sidious's prize it's always revenge yeah mm. and what's mm-hmm. so cool is just like i mean maul related to ahsoka because the, he's a rogue sith and she's a rogue jedi they're yeah. both very similar and both kind of abandoned. Like, I mean, that's how he was even trying to convince her to join him in like a similar fashion how Kylo was trying to convince Ray, even mm-hmm. though, you know, last yeah. Jedi and all. But I just yeah. thought that was so cool. And I think Maul has become such a more complex character, which is so cool. I mean, Filoni's done it again. Yeah. He did and now he's doing it with Maul. I it's, love it. I, I Again, I want to kiss this man. Filoni really is, I think, the best storyteller for Star Wars. There's no one that even comes close. I, if I if I, I would buy a two liter of Diet Coke, and it would be Lucas and Filoni standing next to each other, and Lucas would be getting all happy and excited, and then I give the two liter of Diet Coke to Filoni, and I say thank you. Well, that's when Lucas then, breaks out the uh, Coke Zero. Exactly. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Goes That's when he just stabs me with his with his uh, double sided lightsaber. Midichlorian. He he just injects you with midichlorians, and then oh, you know OD, it's OD midichlorian. Do, do you guys know about the whole Wells? Do you, are you have you guys yeah. talked about the Wells? Is that is that the his original idea? That was his original idea of the Force. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. So his original idea was of the Force was that it was a the Force a, trees. Group, a, a group of beings that controlled the force and merely that Jedi were the ones who were able to harness it. Last thing I want to talk about with you guys before we move on to kind of what's next for star Wars and wrap this up is would you guys have rather seen a really emotional scene where Rex dies? No, 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 no. please. No, he's the last clone we got. <laughs> I'm not going to know of hear me out. If we never got Rebels, I think it would have been insane and just complete the arc for Anakin to Vader to see his most trusted 
no, soldier. No, 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 no. And it's just such an emotional dude. Imagine if that helmet was Rex's and not Jesse's. Okay, so how insane would that have been? If are you saying like rebels hadn't happened? Roles reversed. No, no, no. Like if Ahsoka was just on her own, Rex all like she brought him back, but then he also died trying to save everyone. You know, like a sacrificial type thing. Fall, dude. That would literally that would be the saddest death ever, dude. Bring him back. That would have been annoying. Do that because he survives past return. Yeah, he does. That is true. I just like I like that because he's the rebel. He's the rebel in return. He's yeah. the bearded rebel in return. Yeah. Yep. I like it because pretty much are always the odds are stacked against him. And for some reason, he always survives. But, I mean, like, that's a part of his character. In a way, he doesn't always want to be the one coming out. He'd rather die as with his brothers. But he just yeah. ends up being – I mean, I think there's an actual quote where he says, uh, sometimes surviving a war is worse than dying in it. Mm. Which yeah. I, I think that's just it makes him more broken. And since there's very few clones left, and, and unless if they further the story and they, you know, like I said, capture more clones and take the chip out. But I, I, I really like that he did make it out. Yeah. That and is he's like the last out of the 501st. Truly really sucks. Dude. Yeah. And yeah, honestly, yeah. I feel like they wouldn't bring back Bad Batch and have that whole arc in the beginning and send off Echo if they weren't going to do something later on with that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, at the same time, they only brought this back for the fans, and it's not. It was kind of last minute, so I wouldn't be surprised if nothing comes and from it. I guarantee you, I will put so much money that because this is success with all this and the fans' reaction, that they will bring back and do the lost episodes. You know, all those episodes, the Ventress ones that were oh. with Anakin and Obi Wan. And what was the what was the Boba other Fett one? Boba Fett one with Cad Bane. I bet they'll bring that all back as like a Lost Episodes Part Two, because people can't get enough of Clone Wars. I mean, like, look, people are having so much reaction to this. That's true. Better yeah. rise, and they love. I mean, this is good. This and the Mandalorian is like their only good products right now for Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's interesting true. that yeah. their series are performing better than their than their their movies, and like they're be- getting they better fan reception. Yeah. I like, think. Like, yeah. Future of Star Wars is in the past. Speaking about the future of Star Wars, let's literally talk about the future of Star Wars to end this. So basically, I don't know if you guys have heard rumors of Taika Waititi and a Star Wars movie yeah. coming. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't have the. I bet most- it has to has to do with Lando or Solo. This movie, um, new movie with Taika Waititi, he's actually co-writing it with Christy Wilson Carnes. Um, I don't know who that is. Basically, I think she also was involved in 1917. Um, yeah, I think she's she's most known for 1917. That's a great movie, uh, which I haven't seen. So I mean, I don't, we never know. Um, I guess I'll stay good. optimistic. My 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 thoughts going into what's next for Star Wars is, I really don't think they'll ever be able to do anything better than Clone Wars after the originals, and yeah. I think I'm okay with that. I am okay with it. I'm well, like, okay. I mean. Things, things can be cool, but, I mean, I think I have to get rid of the mentality that this is going to be the next big thing, um, which is kind of like what we were all thinking for the sequels. Never thought it was better than the originals. Um, but I think our expectations were way too high. We also, I mean, there's the Kenobi series, oh and then there's gosh. more Mandalorian. I think TV shows should be the future of Star Wars. Yeah. I think there's so and, much more you can do with that. Yes. And go into the lore and the storytelling. 
it's the greatest form of video content we could consume for Star Wars because yeah. Star Wars can have so much depth is what makes Star Wars so good is that it's an, that these shows have been some of the best content we've gotten. Easily, and yeah. and I think movies aren't the future of Star Wars. It's shows. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the more grounded and not these big, you know, epic hero's journey ones because we're done with those. Yeah. We're done with the episodic type movies. Yeah. So like they, you know, they eventually do the old Republic. I mean, High Republic. I'm sorry. Oh God. But I mean, I think I love. I think with Star Wars, in which they misplaced with thinking it, it should be like the MCU, but in, Star Wars is like filling in the timeline gaps yeah. and finding those stories to uh, you know like complete and flesh out the 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 six. Notice yeah. how I said six and I didn't say nine. Thank sometimes, you. Original some, six. Sometimes I do think that Star Wars thinks that it hasn't peaked yet. And I think they need to realize, Lucasfilm needs to realize that you peaked with the originals. Um, and everything else is just trying to get up there, but you'll never beat the originals. You'll never make something bigger than the originals. See, why the originals went so well is what a lot of people forget that Lucas didn't direct all of them. He only directed the first one. But at the same time, it was his vision carried out for the the rest of the two other movies. Yeah. He still mm-hmm. produced it. He still wrote it. He was still in the forefront, but he let someone else take the wheel. I mean, one of them being his mentor, Irving Keshner, for Empire Strikes Back, and look how that turned out. Mm. And then I always forget the guy. Who, oh man, I always forget forget the guy who did Return. Richard Richard Marquin. Yeah, Marquad. Marquad. Richard Mar- Richard Marquad. Or Farquad, director of the Return of the Jedi. Farquad. <laughs> I think that's why the originals were so perfect, and they were the perfect balance between the prequels and the sequels because the prequels had gave Lucas way too much control, and yeah. the sequels was given free reign to any director. Yeah. And J and JJ felt like he needed to redo his vision because Ryan Johnson messed with it. Lucas, there's like a certain, there's a specific term, and Lucas says this, and the huge theme is like history repeats itself, and you can see that with the prequels and the originals, but with like the sequels, they take that to the next level and to a, an exact level where like you know, Force Awakens is the exact same, like point by point, beat by beat the same as A New Hope, and Rise of Skywalker takes so many elements of the originals where it doesn't formulate its own story. And it carries so much on nostalgia that nothing of it feels like its own. It just feels repeated and like in a more of a copy and paste sense. You know, like it's not as good as the homework that was copied from the guy I copied it from, but you know. You know, you know the best yeah. uh, explanation I heard about this of the sequels was that it's a class project and everybody did their own thing, and then when they finally present it, it's all it's all over the place. Honestly, I'm just so thankful we've been able to talk about Clone Wars because we started yeah. this podcast almost two years ago. It has been two years now. Um, has it? And like, yeah. Like this has been so much fun talking about Clone Wars, um, and like I just I just can't wait. Maybe we might see something more. Who knows? Um, but mm. I mean, there's always more Star Wars coming. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, even though I mean we're all upset that Disney has their own agendas, I, I think it is good that they did purchase uh, Star Wars and are actually kind of keeping Star Wars alive in a sense. Yeah. 
I think even they're starting to learn. Yeah, they're they're adapting. Um, because I think they're like at first they're like we got this great trilogy, and they they didn't really kind of plan for it as we talked about. They didn't really take into account what fans actually like. They didn't address it as a analytical approach. I would say as to what fans actually want. Um, but I think they're definitely learning. They're adapting. Mandalorian's amazing. Clone Wars was back. Now there's Kenobi. Mm-hmm. So I am kind of optimistic yeah. as to what's coming yeah. next. Yeah, I think I think it will be smooth riding from here. Yeah, yeah. Even even if it's we're not gonna get the same quality as we did a while back, but I think we still have a future to look forward to. Even if it's not as good as what was the past, we're still gonna have we're still going to have star wars and i think that's the thing the outlook we need to have is star wars isn't gone it's just taking a new form yeah yeah and i I would be very surprised if they do something another thing just as bad as these sequels i think they've they've learned they've learned their lesson yeah yeah Yeah, they definitely have (laughs) and especially since uh kathleen kennedy has been rumored for a while now that she's getting out of the game oh dude Vote for Dave Filoni. Get him in there. I want to see that cowboy hat on the throne. But I mean, if he's if he's president of Lucasfilm, he's not going to be able to be involved with a lot of creative decisions on smaller projects. He might not want to take the job. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, he might have been offered it. I'm not going to lie, because he's so close with George Lucas. Yeah, he really. Yeah. He might probably he he probably denied it or something. He's, He's basically George Lucas's apprentice. He yeah. basically Sometimes is the Savage. apprentice is more OP than the master. Anyways, guys, <laughs> this has been a lot of fun talking with you guys about Clone Wars. Yeah. I can't wait for our next episode, which Oof. I think it might be Oof. Farewell to Battlefront 2. Oh, man, I got, oh. I got so much to unload about that. Speaking of, the question Split. is, y- y'all want to play? Cause right now, after this? Yeah, you want to play after this? I'm so down, Debbie boy. Sadly. I'm so game. You know it would be so cool to see? No, I really want. I was telling Clint today, uh, the son of Dathomir have that oh. be episodes. I mean, to finally Ooh. see like Dooku interact with Maul and then Grievous finally fight Maul. That would be so dope. And that whole storyline is awesome. And then see Grievous kill Talzin, Mother Talzin. Oh. But to see that with the new Grievous design. Oh. Oh my God. See, that's why I don't think this is like fully over. Yeah, I, I think I they. Mean, I could see them doing Lost episodes part two. I mean, we all know this in terms of story, it's obviously ended. But in terms of like you know, like I said, filling in the gaps. Mm. Yeah, here's like the sprinkles of. This is what in. this is what I'm gonna say. I think they brought this back because they were scared after Last Jedi. They had no idea what the fans want. They remembered we loved this so much. We they they couldn't mess this up. And then I don't – they're just like, oh, we'll just do a final season real short. Won't be expensive. We'll just do it. Yeah. Satisfy the fans. And then they see this and they're like – Yeah. I don't think they <laughs> thought this would be such a massive hit. And I think they're really be reevaluating what they're yeah. going to do next because, yeah. you know, yeah, well, why stop? Well, they, they had great reception on Mandalorian. They had great reception on this. Like, they, if, if they're looking at it from a sense of, oh – what made what quote unquote made us the most money or did the the fans most wanted and most watched they'll look at it and be like we're gonna give you more of what you guys want so give them more clone wars give you more mandalorian and like 
I think seeing seeing that from that perspective, I think they'll be like, okay, we're gonna do this more. Also, imagine Rex being brought back in Mandalorian. Oh my god! And you, you know imagine? what's his face? Um, he's been so open to play him. The guy oh, who originally uh, played Jango Fett, Aquaman's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you mean no, Aquaman's and, dad? And also, if you think about it, if they introduce Rex, imagine Rex meeting Baby Yoda, and be and and I think Rex possibly could know the species name of Yo- of Yo- of baby of, ba- of Yo- Yoda. He would know the the species name because of all of the learning. So it'd be really interesting seeing that and finally, quote unquote, getting a name for Baby Yoda. And having Rex interact, that would be a really interesting interaction. But anyways, guys, this has been an awesome episode. Um, so glad to have you back on, Michael. Can't wait to talk about Definitely. more more Star Wars in the future with you, bud. Oh, yeah. um, oh yes. Y'all, but, uh, can, y'all can pull me on with basically anything but DC. Huh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyways, guys, super glad to have Michael on here, as always. May the force be with you. And guys, don't forget to check him out on YouTube at The Red Place. I already did check him out. He's got some great videos. And I'm not going to lie. All right. For and our Instagram. Our listeners listening right now, if you want to. together. Oh, yes. If you guys want to know what a young Michael sounds like before puberty, just oh, go gosh, to his no. very first episode no. on his no. YouTube channel. Do not go to my first May the 4th video. It is horrible. This, this the is best awesome thing job, ever. Michael. <laughs> This has been a fun discussion. Yep. Um, yeah. Excited to have you back, Michael. Um, and except for our next episode, don't forget <laughs> merch is coming soon. Woo! Mm-hmm. Just first drop mm-hmm. merch. This could Honestly. be like a whole huge. This is the Snyder Cut for us. <laughs> merch is pretty much the Snyder Cut for us. Like it's hinted, everyone knows it's coming, but they. Just but it's never it. gonna happen. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but like, but in the back of your mind, like it's not coming. Just kidding. It's not coming, but it's, it's actually it's, but coming. It, it, we hope. It's coming, but it's not. We're going to be selling shirts for like a million dollars because it's that exclusive. That ex- that oh, that yeah. Exclusive. Yo, we should drop it right when the Snyder Cut drops. We <laughs> yeah, drop when never. you drop. So, so we'll never. drop <laughs> when you drop. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, guys, this has been an awesome discussion. And as always, take it away, Devin and Clint. Send feedback. Please cue Phantom Rant sound. They they play at the end of every single episode. Now.